Feel the Ad Love, a podcast produced by Radio Lounge featuring conversations with people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful fun. Their stories take you behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms. We explore current trends and topics. And just so you know, Radio Lounge is a destination for audio production services for broadcast film, on-location audio experiences, and digital media. We also offer podcast training, podcast production, distribution through our new podcast studios, Voice coaching, the production of high-end voice talent demos. Bottom line, every day is a fun new adventure in sound. Drop by for a virtual visit anytime. It's safe at RadioLoungeUSA.com. And by the way, we are working during this uh, this COVID uh, stuff. Um, now, I'll tell you one thing. Seeing this stuff in our lives, I don't know that I ever want to see this stuff happen again. There's a good chance that we will never. And I was telling our grandchildren, I said, you're going to be able to talk about this to your kids and you're going to say I was there the day that it happened or the, you know the time that it happened so uh, I don't know there's always an upside to, to everything that happens and you guys have created another upside and Lee is the uh, hands-on founder and principal at the Lee group but 34 years in the business she's created relationships with more than we well, have very specific numbers here and 1,127 clients. <laughs> Let's go get one more and make it 28. In a yeah, wide yeah. variety of industries and his healthy agency earned more than 200 creative reward, awards and rewards too as well. Uh, TLGadvertising.com, the website. Mark uh, Pieria is an account director, but he describes himself as a dynamic presenter, results producer, effective strategist, relationship cultivator, new opportunity identifier, leader, collaborator, and all those kinds of great things. So, and I see why you got this guy, <laughs> and I'm and I'm I'm so happy about that. What caught my eye is what you were doing. And by the way, I've seen this on my YouTube channel. When I go to watch something, guess what pops up? We are strong. We are resilient. We are Houston. Houston rallies. So you not only created a, a great piece here but you're doing a great job of marketing and promoting this thing as I would expect you would. So guys, welcome to the Feel the Ad Love podcast. Isn't this exciting to be here? Thank you, Ray. We are delighted to be here, Mark. Yeah, we're, we're super pumped about this. This is, this is really fun. I am so happy that you're doing this. And, and the reason why they told everybody to stay home. Well, you can't do that. It doesn't work that way. Uh, people need to be able to do things. And especially in a case like this, uh, the three of us talking today, we don't manufacture masks. We don't manufacture medicines. We can't do that. We don't do that. We can't reinvent what we do. But we can think of other cool things to come up with to help this community, this large community. So talk about Houston rallies. How did it happen? How did it come about? Well, you know, let me let me say first that we are fortunate and feel blessed that we did not get shuttered. We're in an industry, as you are, Ray, where we can keep things moving in a virtual environment. Uh, for us, uh, the impact we really feel is that from our clients. A number of them did get shuttered or they did get really pushed back on their advertising spends. Uh, so while we're able to keep moving forward and fortunate to have some clients who are continuing to do that, we found ourselves in a place where we said, this is what an amazing, crazy time. And what can we do as a small business ourselves 
to get out there and help so many of those businesses who have been impacted to a much greater degree than we did. And we are. And it was really uh, sitting around and virtually and kind of talking about things. We knew we wanted to do something to try to impact small business and help them succeed or try to succeed and survive. So this was really Mark's idea, a great one. And I'll let him kind of explain where that concept came from in his head. In his head. <laughs> sure. This can be a scary process inside my head. But um, so we, we, like Ann said, we, we got together as a team uh, before all the shutdowns happened, but it was starting to trend that way. And, and we discussed, you know, what can we do? Um, we want to put a positive message out there. Um, we also, I mean, at the end of the day, we're a small business too. And so we, we want to, we want to get our name out there as well. Um, but we, you know, we, we threw about around a bunch of ideas of, of what can we do to, to put something positive and to get our name out there and everything that we came up with was very self-serving. It, it seemed like, you know, Hey, we're here for you if you need advertising. And it was very kind of passive and just waiting for people to come to us. And so we came up with the idea of Houston rallies. Um, we, we wanted to do something. We wanted to, we're storytellers. That's what we do for a living. We, we tell businesses stories. And so we wanted to show what we do well. We can say we do things well till we're blue in the face. But if, but until we show people what we can do, then they'll really be able to see what we're capable of. So, you know, we thought, what if we provided some free advertising to small businesses that are struggling? When, when, when money is tight, the first thing to go is advertising budgets. Probably the last thing that should go, but it's the first thing that goes out the door. So we thought, let's come up with a campaign where we, we select some small businesses in the community and we provide them with, um, with some free advertising. And so we do it on a rotating basis. Um, we have one business that we feature a week. Um, and for that week, and, and, and there's a range of things that we provide for these businesses, but the initial campaign started with for that week, we would provide them with um, a feature story on the front page of our microsite, which is HoustonRallies.com. We would provide them with a week of digital advertising targeted to the uh, greater Houston area, a week of social media advertising targeted to the greater Houston area on Facebook and Instagram. Um, a press release that we would then send out to all of our press contacts. And we we worked, our team worked countless hours. We all worked together to kind of come up with this campaign. Um, and, and when we launched it, we started with some businesses that we, um, that were close to us, businesses that we would go to before the shutdowns happened, businesses that friends and family um, would go to before all the shutdowns happened. Um, but then since it's gotten some pickup, we've gotten some businesses organically that are just coming to us through our website. And it's been really exciting. It's really cool to think that uh, these these businesses are able to, to tap your resources like that. What a great idea. And you were going to say something. I was going to say, in addition to what we're doing for the small businesses out there, we are at the same time simultaneously uh, promoting Houston rallies overall. And so what we're trying to do is really shine a light. We're the rallying cry for those fearless entrepreneurs, as we say uh, in the video, uh, that, that don't have a voice right now. So we're a rallying cry for them. So we are also shining a light on the overall Houston Rallies brand. One of the things you'll notice right now is if you see the Chronicle has been very generous and we've had a full page ad 
And you'll notice there's no lead group logo on that. And that was a decision we made uh, that while we'd love to have the attention, what we decided, that seems very self-serving. Let's promote Houston rallies. Let's promote these small businesses. And whatever way it happens and comes around at the end, we believe uh, this is our way of showing the world we can tell a great story with brands. And somehow through the PR and other things that we're doing, the light will shine back on us however it needs to. And like I said, it's been a we've had a great outpouring of support. The first two releases that were sent out on stories both got picked up. And we know how church and state works in journalism, so it's not because that the ad team liked us. It's really that the team, uh, we became a resource. And we had a first story on Pinkerton's Barbecue, and their writers there wanted to feature a restaurant that was getting ready to start up again. And so they picked up the phone and contacted Mark, and Pinkerton's was on, uh, God, it had a great placement. And then we, this last week, had a story that BK Clevins was in, for prison break tattoos. And you would think, boy, is a tattoo parlor a strange business to feature? They're not, they haven't been able to be open. But what was so wonderful about his, and you know BK from Prison Break Tattoo, he is part of a docu-series called Hero Inc. that airs on A&E. So he has a huge, huge following. He is also a sergeant at HPD and has been for some years and so he is very big and generous uh, donations to first responder organizations like the 100 Club as well. So what he did, rather than lament on the fact that he could not be in business anymore, he turned his whole operation into a donation center. So it was a great story. And he bought himself tons of surgical masks and uh, equipment for first responders but he also opened it up and he says, text him, he'll go out, he'll round up supplies and then they'll bring it back to the donation center so that our first responders are taken care of. So just some great examples of how businesses are innovating and out there doing things, even though they might not be able to do what they traditionally do best. Good things have a way of coming back to the giver. Uh, that's always been the way it is. And I love the fact that you become uh, and, and maintain that transparency as well. I think that's really heroic uh, as well. What, what do you expect? I mean, this, this program uh, has amazing opportunities for results. What do you expect as a result of, of doing this for the, uh, for the folks here in Houston? You know, I think down the road, what I would like more than anything if this allows, we hear all the time, we're a small business, right? We hear all the time, oh, God, we've never heard of the lead group. So down the line, if this somehow takes our light from out under the basket and more people know about who we are, that's a great thing. The biggest piece of this, though, if we can impact one, if Grant Pinkerton's business increases one iota because of something we've been able to do, uh, we, we will be very, very happy. So it is, uh, it's kind of twofold. Would we love for more people in Houston to know about us, more businesses in Houston to know about us? I'll tell you one thing it's done for me personally is I'm always guilty of saying, wow, I really don't have time to network or get out there and do things because I'm so busy with work. 
What it's forced us to do is we are coming into contact with lots of great business folks across the community. It's caused me to go to resources like Greater Houston Partnership and look at things, to reach out. Uh, we're going to be reaching out to some potential sponsors because we're, we're limited in how much we can do from a media standpoint. So if we get more sponsors, then it can pour right back into elevating things further for these businesses. So it's really forced me out of my chair virtually to get out and make some contacts. And as I mentioned, Houston Chronicle has been great. Uh, Outfront Media has agreed to run outdoor for us on Houston rallies at no charge. Uh, we spoke yesterday. You want to talk about Gal Media just a minute, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. We we had a, a great call yesterday with with the folks at Gal Media. They um, run, among other things, ninety the ESPN ninety five seven. Um, you know, they're also they, they've got Culture Map and Innovation Map and Sports Map uh, websites. Um, but they are um, partnering with us in this campaign to provide uh, radio time for the businesses that we're sponsoring. So now, you know, when I said earlier we, we were doing digital and social and a, a feature story, now we're able to provide through this partnership with Gal Media a 60 second radio spot. Um, when a lot of these businesses don't even have an advertising, they've never done an advertising campaign. So now they're on, you know, all these different platforms and reaching new audiences that they've never reached before, which is for me is, is the fun part. We're able to, I mean, this is why I got into advertising is to help businesses and to tell stories and, and we're able to make connections and do things that businesses have never been able to do before. And so to be able to provide that is just really fun to be a part of. So, Mark, why was it important uh, personally to you uh, to plug into this program or to create this program and do this? What was the important part? It, like I said, I, I got into advertising because I love telling stories and I love being a part of people's success stories, whether they're, whether they're for the agency that I work for or our clients or whatever that story may be. I love being a part of that and helping people realize their dreams and their goals. And so this, this campaign, you know, if, if you could take the money out of advertising and just be able to do advertising without money, it's, it's, it's connecting with people and it's, it's showing what businesses can do and how businesses can provide for people. And what we're learning as we're all having, having to be shut up in our homes locked up in our homes and, and none of the businesses are running is all of these businesses are our way of, they're our culture. You know, we, we, these restaurants that are closed, they're, they're how we, they're where we gather to celebrate birthdays and to celebrate a Tuesday and to, you know, Cinco de Mayo was yesterday and, you know, Cornerstone Automotive is, is one of the businesses that we're featuring that they, um, they're an automotive repair shop in West Houston and, and they view themselves as a ministry to the community, to, to get to know people and to get to help them provide an essential service similar to what a doctor would provide to the human body or a vet would provide to animals. And so it's just really, I'm, I'm very passionate about that. And I'm very much enjoying being able to provide that to people who wouldn't, who would think I don't have the money to do advertising. Well, now that's, that's not a barrier to entry anymore. I think Gal is really smart to partner up with you guys as well as it turns to broadcast as well. How, how long do you see this thing going on for? 
You know, one of the things we talked about, it, and Houston Rallies was not the first name we had. And, and as I got into writing some things, because I wrote some of the uh, copy for the manifesto and those things, I realized that the URL we had first selected really didn't fit that time. So we chose Houston Rallies ultimately because you said the words, we are strong, we are resilient, we are Houston. And by goodness, we are. You know, Houston has, has done some amazing things from putting a man on the moon to the first human heart transplant to surviving one of the fierce storms with, uh, you know, Harvey that ever hit our, our city and building ourselves back, you know, stronger than ever. So Houston is a hugely resilient uh, community. So we know as Houston rallies, as more businesses come online, it will, uh, Houston rallies will live as long as we can financially support it, physically support it. Uh, we are going to support it. We think it will last, for, has a long shelf life because the truth is if Houston were fully back to functional, we still rally. We still are Houston strong. We still rally, you know, we rally for oil right now. It's kind of at the bottom of the barrel as they speak. So we rally for that. There will always be a place for Houston rallies as long as there is uh, uh, the finances to support it, that we can keep sustaining it right now. We looked at it initially just to get through this, this piece until businesses open. We're hoping we can go into these businesses are now open. Now, what can you do to drive business back to them when they're at limited capacity? You know, we're hoping to go to the point that Houston is, is getting stronger again and that we can have this just as cheerleading call, you know, that uh, aren't we great Houston rallies, Houston rallies for the next, uh, you know, final four, whatever it is. We're hoping it can last and stay out there, but we'll see. It's all a, a function of uh, how much we can do for how long and how we fund it to, to keep it alive. We certainly want to keep it helping businesses where we can. There's always a need. There's always a need, whether we have a COVID-19 or a hurricane or whatever, there's always going to be that need. So it sounds like you guys are in this for the long term. And what a great thing to do. Uh, have you, I, I love the fact that you've, uh, you've mixed a digital element, the PR element, the broadcast element and everything. That's, you know, so much a magical formula for success. Have these businesses that you've helped thus far responded by saying, hey, we've already seen a, a difference here. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, and mentioned we, you know, we were able to get a, a, a article in the Chronicle for Pinkerton's Barbecue and also for, for Prison Break. And so Pinkerton's is, is back open for business. They're not, their uh, restaurant, the inside of the restaurant isn't open, but they've opened up their patio and you can go and get food and they're they're following all social distancing guidelines. Um, but, you know, they've said that they've had a very successful uh, return to business. Um, now, you know, we, we like to think that we had a part to play in that. Um, and, and, and we certainly think that that, that was the case. Um, for Prison Break, he's, he's taking a little bit of a, of a slower pace to, to return back to form. He hasn't opened back up yet, but he is still, um, BK is still using his location as a donation center for first responders. And he is... I mean, he is constantly, if you follow him on social media, he is constantly 
donating things to families of first responders, providing hand sanitizer and food and supplies. And so um, they have had really great um really great turnout and 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 it's been we think Houston rallies has had had a pivotal role to play in that in any other markets have you heard of anything happening like you guys are doing i'm going to say probably not right this sounds very unique to the industry not only to Houston but for the industry you know, yeah we have it we're not aware of things i think there are a lot of institutions and resources out there doing great things and as Mark mentioned with Gal, they were already doing something where they would donate some airtime to small businesses and things, but they really didn't have kind of a package around that, so to speak, or a name and things around it. So we feel like combining resources with them will get there. I know that yeah, different people are going to feature some heroes. You're sure to see that uh, in upcoming issues of the Chronicle where they have COVID-19 uh, sections and things like that. I'll tell you what it has caused us to do really is take, to take a deep dive into the resources that are available. And boy, have I become, and all of us have become so uh, aware of how much is being done to financially support these businesses, not only from the SBA, which we all know about the paycheck protection loans and all that, but there are so many organizations out there that have grants. The Arts Alliance has some great grants available to artists and writers and musicians. You know, I didn't know that until we started digging into this. And there are a lot of other areas, a lot of other great programs uh, for restaurants and things like that. So people are out there doing things, just no one in my mind identical to what we're doing uh, to the extent we're certainly doing it uh, with the package around it. There was an article in, in Ad Week uh, a week or two ago about um, specifically in the advertising industry about what agencies are, are doing during this time and everything has been very focused on the individuals in these businesses and how to support them digital happy hours for bartenders to help them who aren't seeing their regular, who, who aren't able to work. And so you donate every time you you pour yourself a drink, you, you send Venmo to that bartender, things like that to help individual people within businesses. But as far, because I've, I've done some research and we've looked to see, are there other are there other organizations doing this in other cities? And, and it doesn't, there's, there's nothing that we've seen that's quite like this, where it's, it's providing, it, it's, it's, it's helping set up these businesses for success now and in the future. Part of what we're doing is showing them the value of advertising and the value of using multiple channels to get their message out and how you can reach different people. And so those are skills that they can then take whether they decide to come to the Lee Group for an agency or they go to another agency or they do it themselves, these are skills that they're able to use to help their business. And so that's that's what's really unique about this campaign. An incredibly selfless uh, act on behalf of the agency and all of the folks who are participating here. And as I said before, the, the power of advertising in action. How does it feel to be the author of such a really cool program? It's got to feel pretty good inside, huh? It is really fun. It, it is great. And I'll tell you another thing that's great about it. You know, anybody in the advertising agency business will say, wow, if only the client would let us do X. You know, we could really do a good job if the client wouldn't make us do X. Uh, this has been an opportunity for a, a truly, as Mark said, we are brand storytellers. 
And our creative team loved nothing more than to be able to do some beautiful, really cool, creative things. Boy, has this given them an open palette to do that. So that's been another thing for us, I think, who are more on the account side of things. I kind of go as account as also do some writing, but uh, it's given us a way to let our creative team really express themselves and show themselves what they can do. There are no limits here to them other than spending way too much money, but there's no limit on creativity here. So let's show us what you have, you know, so show us what you've got, as they say, and they've really rallied to the occasion. So I think everybody uh, has a good feeling about it. It feels good to me uh, to be able to do something that we know is helpful to others. Mark has worked really, really hard. Everybody has worked hard, but Mark has, has probably worked harder than any of us to keep us all together, to keep all the pieces together and manage us and keep it moving forward and getting the things out there and posted. Our digital teams worked hard, the social team, the design team, writers. Uh, we really worked at warp speed and continue to learn our way through the process of that. So I say it really feels good, not only for the good feeling in our hearts and bellies from doing a, a good thing, but also that it's been a great undertaking that we've all been able to pull together and get closer through uh, because it means so much to everyone. What about from your perspective, Mark? What do you What do you have to say about that? I mean, th this is this is the kind of stuff that that you you want to do at work. You know, it it's it you feel good doing it. It's fun. It's collaborative, um, and it and it just really just like Ann says. There's no there's nothing holding us back. There's no shackles. There's no well. We have to do this. We have to do that. It's it's what it really. Anne has given us the opportunity to just create and do something. And, and, you know, she says that the only limit really is we don't have unlimited resources, but, but so far that we've been able to create something and, and try things out that other clients wouldn't let us do. And so even at the end of the day, if we don't get another client from this, if we don't, if, if none of that happens, which we hope does, but if it doesn't, we're still able, we're honing our craft as we do this. And so it's, it's not a, it's not a wasted experiment. It's a, we are becoming sharper advertisers because we are, we're honing our craft. And so this has been, and we, and we get to see how the, how different people work. You know, our, our, one of our creative directors, uh, Thomas Guerrero, he, you know, is, is very artistic and he, he, um, you know, he has tattoos. And so he was the one who partnered us with prison break tattoos. And so he gets to express himself that way. Um, everyone gets to express with the, with the businesses we bring to the table. It's like, we're expressing parts of our own personality. I just interviewed a, a virtual reality arcade in Jersey Village, um, which is very much on brand for me. Um, so it's it's been fun from so many different perspectives and it's just, it's been a really great project to work on. Did uh, any surprises jump out along the way? Some good surprises for you guys when you rolled out this program? Yeah, I think the good surprises has been so far and we haven't pursued it as far as we want to, is the generosity of our industry. You know, I when we sent out an email, Ray, you were one of the first to respond and say, let me know how we can partner on this. How can I help you? Uh, when we sent out our press release, Gal Media reached out. The Houston Chronicle was in there from the beginning. We had a presentation with them. We showed them what we were getting ready to launch, and they were right there. Uh, so I think and everybody who we really have approached has agreed to help in some way. 
So we're going to go deeper in that area, but it's really the generous spirits of people that are out there. I think the second thing, Mark is talking about his interview. I interviewed a, a woman from Aspire Cells and Electrical Services yesterday. The resilience of businesses is amazing to me. This is an incredible business. She has won all kinds of awards. She's been through the Goldman Sachs program, which I had as well. And I mean, she is one smart business operator. So a lot of generators and they do on-site electrical contracting for both a home and a business. And as she started unveiling to me and laying out all the different things they have done, it's just, you're just amazed by the resiliency of local business. And how, you know, uh, Mark can tell you about Ledge Lounger, how they've adapted. We see businesses on the fly pivoting to totally transform their businesses. And that's been really exciting and amazing. Mark, you want to add to that? Yeah. The thing that's been the most surprising to me, and I think I think the generosity of our industry, I think that's that's been amazing. Um, but But also that everyone has a story to tell. And we say that all the time and it kind of becomes cliche, but you know, I was talking to Chris Anderson at, uh, at Ledge Lounger and he was like, I'm not certain, we're not, you know, we didn't donate anything for first responders. We haven't done any, you know, we're not doing anything like that. I don't really think that, you know, we have a story to tell within the Houston rallies campaign. And as I spoke with him a little bit more, it became very clear that he did have a story to tell. Their business is focused on, they, they build um, in pool, patio furniture um, and a lot of their clientele are large resorts and hotels um, and as that business dried up overnight they had to pivot their entire production schedule to move forward the production of in-home products because people started to make their own backyards their own private resorts because we're all trapped at home so he changed he and his team changed everything overnight I know we talked a lot about Grant Pinkerton's, but their, their business model was you walk in, you see the meat that you want. You say, I want that brisket right there. They cut it for you and they give it to you. They had no short order items. They closed down their business, completely reimagined their concept and their menu and opened up the next week and had a bunch of short order items that they're going to, their menu has changed for the rest of the, the, the lifespan of their restaurant. Allie Jarrett at Harold's in the Heights. She had to, um, she had to do the same thing. They didn't do delivery. They had tried delivery before and it didn't work. Well, now we live in a delivery world. So she herself, the owner of the company, was going out and delivering food to her customers. And so she and she's going to include delivery in her future business model. And so all of these businesses are are just so um, innovative and and try and and doing things to stay alive and staying at the top of their game. And it's been that's been the, the surprising thing to me is is there's no there's no shortage of resilience and hope in the, these business owners that we're talking to. Good for you guys. There's uh, obviously a, a downside to the COVID nineteen crisis, but you have turned uh, an upside uh, to this, haven't you? You kind of put a smile on the whole thing uh, by by doing what you're doing. It's got to feel good, doesn't it? You know, it does. And, and I would have to say sometimes to a fault, I am a glass half full kind of person. And you're right. It has been devastating and so sad when you see the lost lives and the struggle and the hardship it has caused on so many 
But you know what, uh, with every, as they say, with every downside, there's an opportunity. So we had, it really forced us to say, there's got to be something we can do here. There's got to be something we can do there and help, albeit in a very small way, but something we can do uh, to make it better. And so, yeah, it's, it's been, um, it is, I think it's a very sad time for the world. And we're all on pins and needles and hoping uh, that this virus, this silent killer, will just go away and let us get back to normal. But I think we also, the reality part of it, if I go to the, the realist and summons that up within me, I think the reality is it's going to be a slower crawl back than we would hope. We would hope that it would just turn the switch and the virus is gone and everything goes back to normal. But we all know that that's not going to be the case. So we've got to hang in there and we have to just keep doing whatever we can do to make it as good as possible as it can be for all the people and to eliminate as much of the fear that we can uh, in a safe way. And I think that's that's the psychological impact to some of these businesses. I mentioned the electrical uh, service provider. Um, it's. You know, for her, the biggest thing is going to be, yeah, she can go into residences, but right now nobody wants anybody in their homes. <laughs> you know, so it's it's really we've got to hope that through education that uh, our communities can be a little less afraid. And psychologically, we can begin to heal just like we're going to have to heal financially and fiscally. Yeah. And what's great in, in regards to your comment about, you know, nobody wants people in their homes. I think what this is going to do, there's been there's been a lot of, of downsides, obviously, to this whole pandemic. But I think coming out on the other end of it, and hopefully we are on, out on the other end of it and starting that climb back up, is, is these innovations that businesses are doing to make things run better. Cornerstone Automotive, they're they're doing, they're providing, like I said, they, they're an automotive repair shop in West Houston. They're, if you want your car worked on, they will come to your house, pick up your car, drive your car to their facility, fix the car, drive it back, and give you the key and the bill. And so you don't have to leave your house. You don't have to go into their building. And so all of these all of these businesses are finding ways to to do things better and to make things more convenient for us all. And I think that that's what's that's the the silver lining in all of this is that we are coming up with ways to do things better. Um, and I think that's what's what's really great about the the this period of time that we're all in. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is a good time. It really, really, really is a good time, even though it's a bad time. And the fact that Anne is supporting the endeavor through the agency and has an incredible team around her, uh, Mark, I think is really uh, a hats off to, to you, Anne, as well. Uh, this is the right thing to do. Not a lot of folks are going to figure this out, or if they do, they're going to figure it out way later when it really doesn't matter as much as it should. Uh, the fact that you've done done what you've done. I guess the, the question now is, okay, there's a small business out there. How do I find out more about how to take advantage of all the cool things that are happening? Yeah, the, the big way is go to HoustonRallies.com and join the movement. And the Join the Movement page has a form on it that you fill out. And your form is submitted and we respond uh, within the next 24 hours. 
And I will say this, you know, we have had a great pickup in the number of businesses coming. And because we're featuring a business a week, will they all be featured out there on the front page spotlight? Some may not be, but what we are committed and some may not get the full digital and social support. There's only so much we can do and we're doing as much of it as we possibly can. But with that said, anyone that comes out through that site and submits the application form will get something. We're going to leave not one of them with not being touched or not being featured in social media with a post or some way trying to help them. And so they if it, they're postponed, it may be several weeks down the road that they get promoted, or if they're not promoted in that huge way, they will be promoted somehow through Office of Mayor because every one of them that comes, we are absolutely committed to doing something for them. The other way um, you, can, you can get involved with us is you can follow us on Instagram, Houston Rallies. Um, as our handle, you can follow the Lee Group on Facebook, um, and we um, really HoustonRallies.com is where we have all of the information that you need. And and those emails, that form that Anne was talking about on Join the Movement, those emails go to Anne. They come to me, and we see those emails and we respond to them. It's not in some. I mean, we're like we've said countless times, we're a small agency, so we are. We're responding to the emails, we're writing the emails, we're interviewing the businesses, we are getting to know these people, we're making connections. And so um, the, the, the best source of information is that HoustonRallies.com. And spread the word as well. Tell people about it for us because it's, we know there's nothing better than that, that grassroots and people in this industry have big megaphones. So just spread uh, the word about HoustonRallies.com and send more people that way. And uh, that's the, the way everybody can help. And we'll do our part here as well with the podcast uh, for the Feel the Ad Love podcast with Radio Lounge, you know, tagging you guys so that uh, people can immediately, immediately connect. So, Mark, you're headed to the hospital this weekend to have a brand new baby with your wife. And I wish you that's the right. very best and, and a safe and and and, and wonderful delivery and and that'll be number three for you kiddos that's pretty cool um, yeah we're super excited thank you Three's a good number unless you're headed to five or seven or something like that, that be <laughs> but no be, be safe this week and and uh and as i said whatever we can do to help you guys out we are here we are here it's houston rallies and it's something that needs to be done not everybody's doing that but you guys are the lee group find out more mark and Anne, well done. And more to come. More to come, right? That's right. Thank you. And there you have it. If you are a business in need, go there. Find out what's cooking. Find out how they might help you. This is the Lee Group. This is a very solid agency in this city, in this state, in this country. And right now, they are stepping up to the plate and doing the absolute right thing. That's pretty cool. Congrats to you guys. And thanks for listening to Feel the Ad Love. Visit us at RadioLoungeUSA.com. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes, Spotify, Google. Do that. You'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating will help us grow as well. Don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media, especially what we've talked about today. Until next time, come to the lounge and feel the ad love. Copyright 2020. I'm Rachel.